So what? We're, what? Streaming. We're streaming we are. where? Everywhere? Here? Are there? we on the World Wide Web? Oh my gosh. Is oh, it yeah. going, Chris? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Talk Hard Podcast, baby. <laughs> I was just waiting for it. You know, I'm like, <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome. We have a great show, Brian. We're going to keep <laughs> Brian awake through this. Uh, I got some Celsius here, Brian. Um, no methamphetamines on in the staff area. Right. He, he was so late, my watch died. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I hope this goes off well on the Marty Norman live page, but if not, who cares, right? <laughs> We're here. How are we doing, Brian? What are we doing? doing amazing. How, how was your weekend? Doing amazing. My weekend was busy. Was it? Cutting down a lot of trees. So you're a lumberjack now? Apparently. <laughs> Call I'm, you I'm officially in the Midwest now. I got the beard. I got so. the spider bites galore and like, dang, these things are vicious. Bro. They don't mess around. Bro, it's Indiana. Oh my gosh. It's Indiana. The problem is I didn't feel them. <laughs> that's probably. Till that night. And then I was like, what? The? Well, that's, that's called, that's it's called like bed freezing. bugs. Oh, no. Yeah. Welcome to Indiana. No, I wasn't asleep when it happened. I, before I went to bed, <laughs> my arms looked like pipe pie, which was kind of nice, but. Yeah, they like tore me to pieces. It was bad, but yeah, we're just prepping the property. Nice. Making room. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be fun. Making me a cabin, right? Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, for me. I'm going to make like a little tiny community. A little little bungalow (laughs) off to the side. Anyway, I had a great weekend. Yeah, Uh, how was it? We did the old float for recovery down at uh, White Rock Park in St. Paul, Indiana. Sold out. It was. a sold out show, babe. And it was great. There was roughly 800. I I I was going to say, what does sold out mean? Yeah, like 800 people. And and, you know what's what's crazy is I had a lot of people, you know, us addicts and alcoholics, (laughs) we want to wait till the last minute, (laughs) right? We we have this uh, inept ability to procrastinate till till. Oh, yeah. Very last second of in anything in our lives, and I I probably got a hundred, hundred messages. Uh, people, like, is, is it sold out? I'm like, yeah, I've been advertising this for two months, and about five weeks ago, <laughs> I said there's 250 tickets left. You know, dang. So yeah, it's sold out. But no, man, it was uh, you know, I, I do a lot. A great committee, by the way. We have, it was a. Um, a benefit to raise money for the Healing Place in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Um, it's a great free facility down there. It's a 90-12 month program. It's amazing. I don't really know. You know, I've been inside it and did a little tour, but like all I know, and this is the proof in the pudding, is the people that go through that program and complete it are amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They are well versed in the programs. They 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 seem to do very well in life and, and it's just they got this driven um mentality about them like i mean because well it's a free facility right so they don't have a they don't have a medicated detox okay they have a detox where you're gonna sit in that corner and sweat yep. that shit out you know what i mean my style right that's the type of detox <laughs> i've it. done yep. you know usually on a jail cell floor but you know <laughs> but whatever but yeah no it was a great turnout for a great cause great people everybody had a blast they had a dance off with turned into a, a twerking event um Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go figure, right? Uh, I'm so sure that's on TikTok somewhere. I guarantee it. <laughs> uh, so if you guys were out there twerking at this thing, just know you're all over TikTok probably yep, right just now. Just know that China is thinking you right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. porn is illegal in China, so they made TikTok Wait come a minute, here. is it? Yeah. Oh, that's... Well, no wonder they're all crazy. Yeah. You know, they got no release. <laughs> <laughs> How would you do over there, Chris Corn on the com? Oh, he never... He's like, I got the black whip. 
<laughs> He's like, I got the dark web. I don't like, give I a got shit. It. Don't worry, I'll have my yeah. address of VPN and TTC. Or I don't know what I'm saying. Right yeah, now, this... I saw VPN on a commercial once. Yeah. He's on a wa- he's on a watch list already, so it's all right. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. So anyway, what are we talking about? We today, were talking brother? earlier today because someone missed a meeting last night. <clears throat> no, no names, Marty. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I got, I, and it, it led me right into the it led me right into the topic of basically what I have seen in business relationships, in friendships, in family relationships. As I've been like dealing with people and talking with people and just seeing things in general, is communication sucks, and it's not intentional. That's the problem. Is like people want to communicate, but they don't know how necessarily, right? Because people speak different languages. And things get misconstrued. There's no, like, ground rules on the table. Like, with me and my wife, we have ground rules. So if I work too hard... Of course you do. And I turn into... Of course you do, brother. (laughs) (laughs) This is called a healthy relationship. Of course you have one of those, too. This is how it works. Uh, This is what makes things healthy, is there are ground rules. It's like, if I do this, this, and this, and I know it's going to upset you, but I can't help doing it because I get lost in the sauce... You're allowed to do X, Y, and Z, and I cannot do anything about it. If I do, these are the consequences. So she's allowed to call me out, physically abuse me, take a baseball (laughs) bat to me. No, it's like whatever it takes to get your attention. If I'm working too hard and I turn into a dick, and she says, "Stop acting like a dick," because I've gone too far, I can't get mad about that. I've said that to her. Yeah, I cannot get mad about that. Now, she doesn't because she's nicer about it, but she has every authority by my word to call me out in whatever form, fashion it looks like with some half-decent respect, right? It's like, don't just be stupid about it unless I'm still pushing. But I get lost in the sauce, and then the ground rules come out, but that's what I mean by communication, right? Like, we took the time to sit down and say, what was that fight about? Like, what were we really fighting about? And what does it look like moving forward? You learn from things, right? Because I'll say something and it means something totally different to her or to someone else at work or a friend that I'm talking to and they're, they're upset and bothered and irritated and you're like, what just happened? Well, I think that's what I need, want to get across right now is like this communication. Communication is a skill. Some yeah. of us have it and some of us need to acquire it and some of us never will. A thousand percent. Right? But it's, it's not, we're not just going to talk about communication with relationships or your significant other because while that's the, the home, the, home, the forefront, right. that's, that's, that's your happy place, that's your home and while that's equally important as anything else in this world. We're not talk about communication in other ways too, especially with your careers, with your, with your friendships, with your, with your higher ups, with your, with your subordinates, with your employees. I mean, it, the, communication. Well, I want to say this too. There's two goes, what goes hand in hand with communication is connecting. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people drop the ball. You know, people, some people can communicate well, let's not even take that. Some people can speak mm-hmm. and tell you things, yep. but that's not communication. It's, it's, it's nowhere near what communication is. And some people think that they have a great communication skills because they can tell you what they want and what they don't like and what they don't like about you. And that's where the other thing I mentioned was assumptions. Assumptions are the death of communication. Yeah. I'm going to assume that you understand me. Yeah. And when you don't, understand me i'm going to get irritated about it because i've assumed that you speak english so you've got to know what i'm saying 
right? It's, it seems it seems like it seems to like me. a safe assumption, right? But <laughs> it's not it, in here. in actuality. It's dangerous, and it is the death of so many friendships, marriages, careers, just general situations. It causes fights in public with strangers. Like yeah. understand Walmart. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Understand where you're I, at I, and what's still, going on. I took that to the box, though. So <laughs> I have empathy for people that don't understand what I'm saying sometimes, and I don't. I used to think, "Man, you're an idiot," right? Because that's my ego getting in the way. And then I came to a level of, "Wow, like I'm just." We need to adjust the way we're communicating and have some sort of empathy towards those that don't get it. I think that's the number one thing for me is, and I, I don't, I don't do well in this realm. Uh, when it comes to empathy, and I think that's where I fail a lot. I know that's where I fail a lot. Yeah, I don't put myself in your shoes. I don't put myself in in your. I do. I do. I take that back. I do when I'm working with addicts and alcoholics and trying to get them help. Like I can, I can feel that. I can, I can, I can, I feel their sickness. I feel their 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 confusion. I feel their not understanding why they do what the things that they do and why they continue to hurt themselves and people that they love. I get that, right? So I can be empathetic in that. But there's a lot of people in my life where I, I just, I don't have that. And I wonder, I don't wonder because I know, you know, working in, working in treatment and, and being a business owner and, and several businesses and, and, and doing what I do, right? Like I, I deal with, I deal with death. I deal with sick and grieving loved ones and moms and sisters and, and boyfriends and husbands crying and, and, you know, people overdosing and dying and p- friendships that, you know, this is happening. And that's how I deal with what I, in my head, in my ego head, tells me is real life shit. And dealing with real life, life or death circumstances all day long. Dealing with businesses that making major decisions and major moves and being in a in a circle where you get to make those decisions, dealing with the little frivolous things, which I in my ego is going to say frivolous things because it's not to somebody else's perspective. That's the point. You know? That's where the empathy comes into play is that... I'm sorry. You? I'm sorry the trash didn't get taken out today <laughs> and we missed the trash man. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to get all wrapped up about that because I just dealt with the fucking mom. Sorry. I just dealt with the mother who lost their baby girl. You know, and, and yeah, and, and that's the where I lack empathy. It's now for for those, whether you're you, whether you live with a group of friends or you're in a relationship or you're still with your parents and somebody's getting upset about the trash. That's when I sit down and have a conversation like, what are we really mad about right now? Because it's not the trash. Right. That's true, too. And there it is. Nine times out of ten. It's not. It's the 47 little things like the trash, though. Or it could have just been a bad day that the trash just happened to be that one thing where you're like, man, I've had to deal with enough today. And I come home and somebody just can't take out the trash. Yeah. You and they son of skip a- and they assume that you automatically had time. And again, we get into assumptions where or that, or that you even cared. Like absolutely, that you even cared if the trash got taken out. Which which, led me which down by the, the way, road of ground rules, right? Same thing. Which by the way, the trash is a metaphor, ladies. And yeah, gentlemen. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, most of the time. Well, hey, all right. I guess I'll take one of them. 
<laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Coffee service. Everyone should say we're live. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, Brian. Or Brian. Thank you, Chris Corn off the cob. I appreciate you. So it, it, it leads me down the road of, again, ground rules of sitting down and saying after the drama has happened in any situation, if you're at work and somebody's irritating you, you, you let things cool down and then you take the time to sit down and say, I don't know what's going on, but let's get to the bottom of it in a safe space where you can speak your mind right now and I'm not going to get upset. Just know that in return, I'm going to do the same thing and we're just going to be ask you, though, honest. Right how, how often do you have those relationships outside of your, your significant other? Yep. So you have those those rules in place, basically. Yeah. Right. I think that's important too. And they still I, I come down. I get. The, so I was brought into this company. Um, I know the owner and his wife, and and they reached out to me, and that's the situation I'm in right now. And and there have been multiple conversations where I just sit down and and me and the owner have uncomfortable conversations that consist of like, what's going on? Like we need to fix some things. And are you having a bad day? Or like. What's going on with this person? And it's not just him. It's multiple people where we sit down and, and lay the ground rules of like, this is where we're at. And this is where we need to go. And we need to be on this road together, not pushing at each other because it doesn't make any sense. I'm here to help. And I know you are too. So let's stop keeping score and let's start working towards the end goal. Because ultimately all that matters at the end result is the customer, right? Client, customer, language. So all that really matters is you got to get yourself out of the way. Stop being so everything's about me. We need to I've, look forward and, uh, and take care of other things. No, no, and what a I, bigger picture. What I see, especially in the workplace or careers or jobs or any of that, what I see a lot of that could be resolved through a conversation like this, through communicating, through connecting, is, is ego gets in the way. We've right? all got something to prove. And, and when ego gets in the way, it's generally because somebody doesn't know what their side of the street is, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody, so there's not clear cut definitions of what my job is and what oh, yeah. your job is. And, yep. and, you know, and those merge sometimes and those get, those lines get blurry. Especially right now. And, and that's kind of why I wanted to bring this lack up. Lack of, lack of work people. A lot of people are you know. dealing with this right now because we have a very skeleton workforce. I don't know how, but right? it's happened. Like, I'm we got still more confused. people in this world than we ever have in the entire history of mankind, <laughs> and yet we have a lack of uh, workers. Yeah, so it's happening right now, and people are just taking on the stress, and they're afraid to have those conversations because, again, they assume that it's going to just go bad. I've had this conversation before, and it's going to go bad. Someone recently said that to me. Well, I've had these conversations so many times, and they always go bad. I said, have you ever had the conversation with me? Mm. No then you don't know how it's going to go. Well, not only that is like you can have like this. So in a, in a team on a team, mm -hmm. like you can have conversations and everything can be and and everybody can have clear cut, you know, descriptions of what they're supposed to do, what their role is. And then it's always going to be something you're going to have to revisit. Like, cause those lines eventually over time get merged and messy and gray again, you know? So I, I think, Having conversations and feeling like things are going well and it went well mm -hmm. is just something you're going to have to revisit again, you know, because egos, especially in my world, in the addiction world, uh, in the treatment world and people who are in long term recovery. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Brian, but ego is our, our <laughs> is our problem. Right. Yes. So. Um, so we always going to revert back to to character defects, if you will. So knowing that ahead of time. 
being prepared for that and knowing that you're going to have to revisit things without getting a resentment or without, well, that didn't work out. Look, it just went right back to the way it was. No, no, it's just time to revisit it again. Yeah. You know, it's time to get everybody back on the same page, back on the same course. Breaking bad habits are harder than creating new ones. (laughs) 1,000%. Sure. So this is where the, the funny thing in the workforce is when the lines get crossed, it's a mixture of ego and I'm actually just trying to help you. There's a lack of communication in that help. So I'm coming over here to help you, but I'm not telling you what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. uh, And now you're spinning in circles trying to figure out where that pen went or where that report went or where, who took the phone call. It's all that telegraphing. Yeah. Right. So telegraphing what you're doing, what you're planning to be doing is an important role in communication. Thousand percent. That way somebody knows. And that goes into relationships. That goes in everything because of assumptions, as you said at the beginning, are what are, are the destroyer of all communication. And, and, relationships i guess and the problem is it's it's the assumptions nine times out of ten are actually wrong yeah oh yeah especially from from people <laughs> like, like you and i it really is it's because like, we got our own perspective and we see percent. things the way we see things and and again here's the empathy where that where if we had empathy in this situation or with this person or with what the person's going through if we had empathy we would understand their perspective a little more and which would in turn be able to help us connect better yep. which would help us communicate better but the funny people have asked me multiple times over the years and we'll do a whole separate podcast about this one day but face tattoos <laughs> i've had multiple people ask me why so did dumb. you do that it's so dumb first and foremost because someone told me not to they well, said it ruined you, my life well, so truthfully you did it because you, you, you never wanted to have a job again the rest of your <laughs> life you, you know should have got it said should have said un, un, unemployable on your face my big thing with the tattoos is that people assume that i'm this prison convict and i'm this asshole and i'm all these bad things well, and then we have a conversation <laughs> and 10 minutes into most conversations people will say man i th- i thought something totally different of you tell me though don't you, do you enjoy that a little bit? A thousand percent. I do too. That's why I did it. <laughs> I do too. I want people to understand the whole don't judge a book by its cover thing. And like, you can't just assume that you know somebody based on things that you see them doing or things that are going on because I have a relationship with myself and that is the most important relationship that I will ever have in my entire life. And if the relationship with myself is not intact, then every other relationship is doomed. And so I'm always focused on the relationship with myself and keeping that intact. And that's what keeps me happy. And in, as a result of that, it, it progresses towards people. And so when they come at me, I don't take offense to. Wait, 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 wait. you don't get offended? No. Oh my God. I don't know. Are you the only person in America that don't get offended you, you, anymore? Yeah, it's funny. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I love it. And I mean, me and my wife were walking through that's the uh, worst word Kroger ever. one day. That's the worst word ever created. Was well, I'm offended. <laughs> who, who gives a shit? Me and my wife were walking through Kroger one day, and this old man walked up and goes, you know he's got tattoos all over him, right? Why would you be with a guy like that? And I looked at him like, are you outside of your... He's like 90. I love old dudes I was like, like are you outside he, of your mind right he's now? He's speaking like, what what, wrong he's, with you? He's speaking the words out of his mouth that went through his brain. Oh, yeah. I love it. There is no <laughs> processing at that age. You're like, I'm just going to say everything because I got no time left. I got no time left oh, to yeah, think about it. It was amazing, but it was like... For a minute, I was a little riled up because we had just met and we were cruising. And then I was like, you know what? Like, hats off to that dude. For sure. Like, I get it. Yeah. I, I, you know, he's probably looking at your your. But I was your thinking wife. to myself, if you said that to the wrong person, 
Old man gets beat up in Kroger's on the Channel 6 <laughs> News or something, right? Uh, you can't even, you know, even even the most vile person won't beat up an old man because he can't get credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, with this whole, like, new realm that we're living in right now, communication, I think, is the backbone of survival right now. Well, let's not forget that, though. Like, let's not t- leave that part out because it connection, right? If you're not able to connect... And, and and for a lot of people, like for me, it's 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 inside me. It's I've always been a connector, even when I couldn't communicate. Yeah. Right. And 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 even when I don't communicate, I'm I'm a connector. It's just natural in me. But a lot of people don't know how. A lot of people can communicate very well. And when I say communication, it's not just saying what you think or saying what you feel or saying this. Communication is being a – the for, first rule and in, in what you should have in your head for communicating, you communicate so you can understand. Mm-hmm. You can understand what the other person is going through, and this puts back in the empathy, which I lack in a lot of areas of my life. But when you can understand what somebody else is going through, that should be your key to communicating. It's not your key to communicating is not to make the other person see or believe what you think, because it'll never happen regardless. You're just gonna it's two <laughs> two heads button at yeah. that point, you know. Yeah. So being able to connect and and because that connect like if you feel a connection from somebody, you know, when when I'm talking to somebody and they're looking out the fucking window. Or, oops, sorry. And they're looking out the window or they're, they're, you know, here's one thing, new way. They're texting on their phone. Like, I'm, I'm done with the conversation at that point. I know you're not hearing me. Yeah. I know even if you are hearing me, you're not really interested in what I'm saying. One thing I want to throw out real quick. If you are in any type of serious situation, whether it be with a friend at work or in a relationship, don't ever deal with anything serious through a text. Or an email. It'll never work. <laughs> It just doesn't what they're going to read in a heightened emotional state is not going to be what you tried to say a thousand times or vice versa guaranteed yeah, yeah. guaranteed i never I, I learned that a long time ago when texting became like the real big thing and that was all people want to do to communicate you remember when like, we used to text you have to hit the three button three times that was super fast two button <laughs> two times and i can still do it oh my god today that was horrible guaranteed but uh. um the whole point of communicating with people <laughs> then, in today's world is just being real. Like you got to be real right now because there's so much fake authentic, crap happening. Authentic. Genuinely authentic yeah. and genuinely speak your mind. Just be constructive about it. There's so many people that are like, I'm just trying to speak my mind, but you're really trying to tear someone down. That's not speaking your mind. That's again, ego getting in the way. And now you're trying to prove yourself. You're not trying to communicate. And there's yeah. a big difference between the two. Agreed. And we have to stay healthy in the form. Take a minute. Calm yourself down. Think about what you take want to say. Take an hour. Take a day. I yeah. don't give a shit. Think about what you're trying to say. I write notes. Like when I really, if I'm going to go into a meeting with the owner or with someone else, I will like, is it's all here in the head. And if I don't, if I don't actually write it down, when I get there, I forgot all of it. Yeah, or more new stuff will come up, right? So I write down my key points. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. Keep it simple. Get to the point. Get out of it. Get to the point. I love that. Like, there's no, what's, you don't need to drag this out for nine days. Be assertive. Say what you want. Yeah. Say what you need to hear. You know, what, what you need to get back from it and, and, and leave that. And speak it genuinely. That's where compassion comes from, right? That's when you, you can feel that. Just like when we talked about last week. And if you didn't see that, go back and watch it. When someone speaks genuinely, compassion just comes from the mouth. It, you just know it's coming from like deep in their soul. And you're like, I get you. 
Yeah. I can see you. And that's that's the ability to connect to. Yeah. When you, when you know that it's it, it comes from from genuine and you and, and authentic. Mm-hmm. If you're speaking from your authentic self and you can like that's that's how you connect. You don't even have to be good that's at communication that at that point. No, that's that connection. That's like, just you. Like I have never like when I go and listen to speaker meetings or you know uh sort you know any kind of speakers at all at like conventions or whatever. I I I might remember one little sentence that they said. Right. But I never like I never remember what they said. Right. I remember how they made me feel every time. And that's connection. That's how we're wired. Yes. It's just the way it is. I mean, you can't. It's not humanly possible with the way if you, again, we could go deep in how the brain's wired. You couldn't remember that if you wanted to, right? It's just not possible. Uh, if I had one wish on the world, <laughs> I, that, that would be it, that I remembered everything I heard or you read. You don't want that, trust me, because unfortunately, yeah. I do have one of those brains where I can remember too much, and it drives <laughs> me insane because someone will say something, and I'll remember it. No, you remember the bad shit, though. No, I remember all of it. And the problem is when it comes out later, and now I'm doing something, and then they say something that completely rebuts that I'm like, wait a minute contradiction and that's where it's like genuine like my dad taught me be a man of your word if you don't have your word you are worthless yeah so if you're gonna say something mean it back it up if you're gonna open your mouth be prepared to eat something kind of a thing one of these <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> one or the other food or otherwise like be, be prepared <laughs> so understand what you're doing but again just stop assuming that you know the outcome because you don't i guarantee it things change people change situations change every day all the time constantly you can't assume that you know because you don't. If you want to create something that's different because now you're leaning towards a goal, you're not assuming that you already know it's going to be there. You're creating it, and there's a big difference between the two. Yeah, agreed. Empathy again. We'll get you there. Yeah. yeah we'll yeah. get you well, there. Well, you know, and that's I'll, I'll reiterate that is I have empathy for, for so many areas of my life and so many people because that's what I do. I talk and I listen, right? And that's my – that's big key element in my job uh maybe 90 percent of my job i talk and i listen i talk and i listen right and i try to walk people off off ledges and you know and uh i have an amazing amount of empathy and able i'm able to walk in those shoes of of in that situation but there's areas in my life where i'm just like i don't i don't know yeah you just don't get it because you don't want to or you just well i i feel i i feel like that so I don't want to talk about like, oh, this, this, you know, so people in the medical field, people that work in emergencies, people that work with in cancer wards, um, people that work in treatment who deal with death all the time. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to see the little things as something major. Right. It's really hard uh, coming home. And I talked about the trash, but the trash didn't get take out. Well, that just could ruin somebody's day. For me, I'm just like, I don't care, you know, and that's because I deal with all this craziness and life or death stuff. And then you come home and there's some, I, I, I don't, I don't care that the, the cat pooped on the floor. It's, did we clean it up? Okay, cool. Right. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, yeah. It, it's little things. And I have trouble having empathy in those situations because, and I think, I think, I wonder if I'm alone in this field and in, in people that deal with death and cancer, you know, to deal with these kinds of life or death situations. I, I don't feel like I'm alone. I feel like we get jaded to like, if it's not something life or death, then we probably don't even raise an eyebrow to it, you know? Okay. And that's not good. And that I, I feel like that's why a lot of people's, uh, 
burnout's a real thing in this field and burnout's a real thing in the medical field for people and doctors and right. surgeons and all these things. And I think that divorce is probably a big thing in these fields as well because of, of stuff like that. So it's, in my opinion, it's still, it's still having the, I'm going to say empathy, but even having just the simple perspective of the reality that just because they don't deal with the same thing you deal with doesn't mean that the situation at hand isn't big to them. No. And that's, that's, I've had people say that like, that's a hundred percent, you know, well, you somebody would say something along the lines of, well, it's not that big of a deal. And I would say it's not that big of a deal to To you. you. To you. Right. And, and, and I get that. It's, it's different to have understanding and knowledge of that. Yeah. And it's completely a bigger difference to have empathy for that. But then again, if that happens, it's still, let's, let's sit down after things have calmed down and say, okay, why was the trash, metaphorically speaking, whatever that is, why was that a big deal today? Tell me your side of the fence. Like, walk me through what that looks like to you so that I can understand what I'm looking at. Because regardless of your day, once you start to understand where someone else is sitting, if you care, you'll want to still take, like, I don't care either. When I come home, I mean, I'm on my feet. I'm ripping stone apart. I'm doing all kinds of crazy stuff. When I come home, I could care less what the dishes are like, but I know my wife doesn't like dishes in the sink. That's what we have a dishwasher for. So I will just take the few minutes and deal with it because I know that's what she likes. And I would rather just go through the motion and get it over with than have the conversation again. That's just personally. (laughs) Like I would rather just, why not? She would rather me put something covered in food in the dishwasher than leave it in the sink. And I know that about her. She doesn't like clutter. She likes a clean space. She's very organized. The house is like spotless constantly. She runs the little vacuum I bought her. That's like one of those robot vacs every day. Like the house is always like that. And she loves it like that. And I, I, I need to respect that. Well, I think a thousand, her a thousand percent of the time though, when you break it down, the metaphor of the trash, which is a metaphor, and you break it down, it has nothing to do with the fucking trash. Right. Chris, sorry. So when it, but even then, even if it is the trash, if that is what they imagine somebody that was raised in a trashy house and it was traumatic, right? Cockroaches and feces and just nasty. Like they were straight up a trap house style. Sounds like my first apartment. You know what I mean? Like imagine (laughs) being raised in that and getting yourself out of that. Yeah, I know. For sure. And then that trash is to them life or death because they felt like they were dying when they were living in that and they had no choice because they were a child. You know what I mean? Like, so you have the mastery of empathy. <laughs> and I do not. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to Marty Norman Live. But in my head, I have no empathy for you and your trash situation. <laughs> but I'll work on it. Perspective, I will work on it. I will sit down with you. After a long day of dealing with life or death, and I would say, why is the trash so freaking important to you? Because I care. <laughs> I'm definitely going to go trash your house. I'm going to park in your grass tomorrow. And <laughs> I got to call my therapist. I'm not parking my grass. <laughs> so, again, like, if anybody's watching right now, please leave a comment. If you're, if you're watching later on, we want to hear. Like, I want to hear your side. I want to hear what you go through. I, wanna, I love seeing different perspectives on everything. And I want you to tell Brian that I'm not the only one who lacks empathy in them comments right down there. Because he seems to think, I feel, I feel attacked right now, actually. Are you assuming? He, he, I am. Okay. <laughs> the power of assumption. 
right? So I seem to think he thinks I'm the only one who lacks sympathy. So please I know let you're him not. know. I know please you're let not. Him know. That's the thing is that I know you're not. And I know how many people get so wrapped up in what's going on outside of them that they lose complete sight of what matters. And that's what's inside of you and whoever you may be having the most communication with a parent, a loved one, or a good friend. I think this is where we want really wanted to wrap this show up with yeah. the idea of the mental health beside this. Yeah, because, like you got to just understand. <clears throat> because divorce and loss of friendships, the loss of careers are going to be right. And this is, this is the end all to be all. Divorces, relationships, friendships, uh, working partners, careers are going to be the end. It, it, either you're going to learn to communicate and connect better and have some empathy and, and see other people for the perspective, or you're going to get those things. You're going to get the divorce. You're going to lose your career. You're going to lose your job. You're going to have turmoil in your workplace, which I don't know if you've ever been in an environment like that. If you have turmoil in your workplace and you got closed door conversations going on and people whispering and all that, it's just going to end badly it for you. It always does. You know? So it's either time to, to say, okay, Watching this show right now, say okay, the, I, I'm in, I'm involved in that. I'm yep. doing that. I'm I'm like Marty. I'm an ass, right? Okay. And it's time right now today. Maybe go on YouTube after you watch this show. Watch some more videos. Learn how to communicate. Learn how to connect. Learn how to speak. Learn how to most importantly learn how to listen. Listen, because you can never understand until you listen. Active listening, healthy communication that consists of just being open and honest without an ego. And I know that that's easier said than done. Yeah. It's taken me a long time to get here. And I've gone through a lot of bad relationships, a lot of toxic situations, a lot of bad working environments, a lot of things before it finally just clicked. Like, I don't want to live like this. You can't put a dollar amount on living like this. And, and you really, can pay me a million dollars a year and I would be dead in two years if I kept living like this. Yeah, I feel it. Mental health, guys. Absolutely. If, like this, subscribe it, send it over to your friends. We'll see you next week. Thank Love you, guys. guys. Bye.